1029 The Hog presents another Bob and Brian podcast. Grab your family, a date, or friends and get yourself reacquainted with the movies today because the big screen is back. Get your tickets today to see Candyman and other great blockbusters at MarcusTheaters.com. There's something for everyone at Marcus Theater. Love and marriage, love and time for another round. Two to be exact. Of your wedding stories. You said you took it easy on the first round. Uh, well, a little bit. I think there was some some mayhem by the time we got to the end of the letters. Sure. I'd like to just come out with the. With a big swing and hammer in the first story, as we'll right. see today. Sure. At the wedding of a longtime friend, we decided to do something different for the garter dance. Ooh. Good. We convinced a friend of the bride to give us her bra. We gave it to the groom. He hid it inside his jacket. As he went for the garter, we covered his head with the skirt. And he came out with the bra in his teeth. Okay. All right. Well, Now. How, where did that come from? Yeah. Right. If I'm sitting there, if I'm Uncle Ned. Everyone laughed until we walked over to the bra's owner to return it to her. <laughs> she was not happy. I, what did you think? What did she? I don't know. You want my what? <laughs> but she gave it up. Right. So. That's one thing at weddings I can't believe is still done. Anyway. The garter? Yeah. Okay. Just, what? Okay. Well, I don't think it started out with the groom sticking his head up the dress. Of well, the I mean, it's a bride, weird moment. They do that now. Yeah. It's like a quaint moment, like cutting the cake now. All right. I attended the wedding of some friends from bowling. Bowling <laughs> friends. Sure. It was your typical Polish-style wedding. Lots of drinking and awesome food. The bride and father of the bride did an awesome dance to start the night. As the night progressed, the entire crowd filled the dance floor. At the end of the night, the groom and the bride's cousin requested Metallica to do some slam dancing. Uh, Both of those men are barrel-chested and used to that style of dancing. After a few minutes, another cousin of the bride figured she should join in and kicked off her shoes and headed to the dance floor in her stocking feet. Oh, of course. You have no grip. After a few minutes, she decided to jump into the air and chest bump her brother. Oh. The impact sent her flying, and she soon hit the floor as obviously she was injured. Two of the ladies escorted her to the ladies' room. It was decided she should go to the hospital. Blah, blah, blah. Uh, broken tailbone. Oh! Just trying to have some oh. fun. Yeah. Still talk about it today. <laughs> it was a great wedding up until that point. Our families lived six hours away from one another, so we decided to pick a wedding location in the middle so no one would be happy. Right. No one's home. Everybody's Mm. traveling for the wedding. But they did it to be considerate. What resulted was an opportunity to listen to everyone complain about having to travel and a logistical nightmare with trips back and forth to scout venues and service providers being a big pain. There was the uh, packing of all the items to be transported at the time of the wedding. That resulted in the custom-made veil being left behind and tears flowing as a replacement was being purchased at 9 p.m. Oh. Yuck. All right. Let's uh, go deeper into the pond. Uh, Wedding date was May 10th, 1990. This is an important date to remember. As many of the groomsmen were from out of state, the best man decided to have the bachelor party on Thursday, May 8th. 
two. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Temperature was 80 degrees. Party is house, burgers, brats, beer, and salads. All sitting in the sun all day. <gasps> oh. Friday, May 9th, rehearsal dinner with many of the men feeling ill. <laughs> Saturday, May 10th, the big day and the big snowstorm. Seven inches of ice and snow. But besides all that, the first groomsman, my husband, called the groom as he was not going to make it to the wedding. He was throwing up in the tub while sitting on the toilet. Oh, God. Probably have to sit sideways. You know, (laughs) you should get a bucket in that situation and sit on one. And yeah, sometimes in the middle of food poisoning, you're not thinking Uh, clearly. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah. you didn't have time. Yeah, you you don't. (laughs) That's why you should always just keep a five gallon barf pail in your all your bathrooms. Probably that looks great. Yeah, next to the magazine rack (laughs) you love. Was just with the. He threw out his back and was there for hours. I still went to the service. The wedding party came down uh, the aisle. Ten minutes later, the second groomsman ran out of the sanctuary and started heaving for all to hear as it hit the floor. (laughs) Fast forward to reception. Two additional groomsmen were not present. My husband, still green, insisted on going to the reception. The bride and groom have no pictures of the entire wedding party due to what we believe was food poisoning from the bachelor party. No women were sick. Oh, yeah, I cannot forget the bride and groom went to Mexico for their honeymoon where the groom was in the bathroom for two days with food poisoning. Well, but, but, you oh. know what's interesting is they, the food was in the sun yeah. and, and doing that, and then two days later in a snowstorm. Yeah. In May. One in May in Wisconsin. Yeah, right? Sure. Yeah, May 10th. Ah, yeah. Snowstorm. Great. My husband and I have been married for 26 years. At the reception, when our guests wanted us to kiss, you had to sing a song about love. <laughs> Best man's girlfriend, who had way too much to drink, grabbed the microphone and proceeded to scream in front of all my family and friends, let's get drunk and screw. <laughs> DJ a- took the microphone and moved on. <laughs> We're still friends with the best man, but not the girlfriend. Thank you, Adam Sandler, wedding singer. <laughs> my new wife, looking beautiful in her wedding dress, was standing in the reception hall with a horrified look on her face. She had just been introduced for the first time to my father's longtime business partner. Turned to me, she said with a shaky voice, his son was the stalker that I had to get a restraining order against when I was in college. Okay. I stood there dumbfounded. She then chugged the glass of champagne in her hand, took a deep breath, and soldiered on for the rest of the reception as if nothing happened. That a girl. Wow. That a girl. It is your day. Yeah. Nothing alcohol couldn't conquer right there. In 2002, I was in my ex-boyfriend's sister's wedding. (laughs) Kind of a complicated chain, but here we are. I was honored that I was asked because I had never been a bridesmaid before. Oh, first time. Nice. Mm -hmm. Great. A week before the wedding, a cousin that was the maid of honor decided she didn't want to be in the wedding due to some stupid argument she had with the soon-to-be bride. Wasn't so her, stupid to her. <laughs> other cousin that was a bridesmaid is now the maid of honor. The day of the wedding, and being a bridesmaid short, the best man and the groomsmen walked arm-in-arm arm with the new maid of honor. When we got to the reception, rumor was there may not be enough food because they goofed <laughs> on the number of guests. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'll just have bread. I'm good. I, uh, yeah, I, I'm here to yeah. drink. 
Right. I was able to make a small plate, but I knew I was going to be hungry later. Next thing I know, there was some buzz going on about uh, the groom's ex-girlfriend. I found out that the baby mama of the groom decided to make an appearance with their daughter. Wow. Yeah. Bride tells her new husband she can stay only for 30 minutes so he can see his daughter, and after that, they'll need to leave. When the 30 minutes passed... All hell broke loose. The baby mama said she wasn't ready to leave yet. <laughs> and she was still anywhere. in love with the groom. Oh. I, I still love On the him. wedding day at the reception. I stood there drinking hand watching my boyfriend, his brother, and the groom trying to escort baby mama out and heard her yelling, this isn't over. Oh. <laughs> and she's got the kid with her. Yeah. Great. After the crap show uh, finally was over, we left uh, 10 minutes later and grabbed some Taco Bell on the way home and called it a night. From what I hear, the couple is still happily married and living in Texas now. Oh, very good. Could we move several states away from her, please? (laughs) (laughs) And this one. I knew it was not going to be a good ending when my ex-father-in-law was diagnosed with cancer on the anniversary of my mother-in-law's death. So, mother-in-law, father-in-law, she dies, he's diagnosed a year later. After attempting months of treatment, he was placed in hospice care. He had been dating the woman that he had been cheating on. uh, From the mother-in-law. Cheating on the mother with this. That's who he's yeah. dating okay. when he was cheating with Okay. Uh, for several years. In the final moments, he decided to marry her. Oh. That makes it a wedding story. The plan <laughs> was for them to marry at the hospice facility within a few days. The morning of the wedding, my ex-husband called and said that dad was not looking too good, but that they were planning on proceeding anyway. <sighs> Kids and I drove to the facility while the bride went home to change. He passed away. Yeah, he expired, oh. right. Lots of tears accompanying the catered event, including my 13-year-old daughter sobbing uncontrollably as they wheeled the body out. At the end of the day, my sister-in-law simply put it saying, Mom said, nope. <laughs> you think, I thought... That's a good good ending. I thought the bride was going to show up in her wedding dress to, to see her dead. Oh, her fiance Beyonce. being she was wheeled. even yeah. later than that. What, what happened? Yeah, what happened? Right. Oh, you're going to have a service at a hospice. Uh,